Well, good day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the rock of the Word of God? Today is a podcast where we're focusing once again on the disciples' prayer in Matthew chapter 6. And I begin the podcast by asking you a question that I probably don't need to wait very long for an answer for. And that is, do you love food? Uh, I love food, don't you? And it's a lot of fun, and I enjoy it. I like eating it. I probably eat too much of it, but uh, it is something that I think one of the greater pleasures that God has given to us in life. In fact, 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 3, the Bible says, God hath created, uh, in reference to all the foods that he's given to us, to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. Paul's writing to Timothy, and he's saying that there are some people who would denounce the eating of food or certain foods to make themselves feel more spiritual. But Paul is telling Timothy that God has given us all kinds of foods that when you receive them with thanksgiving uh, and you know the truth, it becomes a great blessing to you. We've been focusing so far on uh, the Lord's Prayer, and we come to the phrase in the Lord's Prayer that says, Give us this day our daily bread. And having focused at the beginning of the prayer on God, uh, the, the prayer itself turns its attention, we are to turn our attention to ourselves. Uh, most of these petitions are for God's glory and for other issues that are very important. Uh, but God gives us this one petition to pray for on our own behalf. Uh, but you can't do that until you begin your prayer with the right heart attitude. Uh, God is given his proper place. We recognize who he is, his majesty, his holiness, his separateness, his sanctity. Uh, and once we get a vision of how great God is, uh, then we have this ability to turn towards our one petition that God gives us in this prayer. Now, unfortunately, 90% of people's prayers probably are spent on this particular petition, give us this day our daily bread, or give me what I what I need or what I think I need, and we spend a long uh, Christmas list on what uh, we think we need. Well, let me call your attention to what is being prayed for there. It is, in a word, bread. That was a common element, a common staple that was in every home. It doesn't matter where you live, what culture you live in, uh, what country you live in. Every home is going to have some uh, some uh, idea of bread or representation of bread. Really, the word bread in this passage doesn't mean so much specifically the water and the flour and the eggs and the things that make up bread. But literally, give us our daily bread is representative of, of the basic provision that we're asking God for. Part of our prayer time, part of our seeking the face of God ought to be not only recognizing who he is, but that he is the giver of all good things that we enjoy today. Now, it may seem a little bit irrelevant in our society and in our culture uh, to pray, Lord, give me my bread. Uh, because when, in fact, most of us probably should be praying, Lord, prevent me from eating too much bread, um, that we ought to be praying for that self-discipline. Maybe that prayer would be better prayed in Ethiopia or Bangladesh or something like this. But here, Pastor, should I be praying for bread every day here? Well, I think that really illustrates our misunderstanding of what that phrase in the Lord's Prayer is talking about. 
And the process of praying this is not that we start our prayer out by talking about how hallowed God is and how how great He is in order to butter Him up in the first part, in order to hit Him with our requests in the second part. Literally, this is a request for God to glorify Himself in our provision, in in all of the things in the rest of the prayer and forgiving trespasses and so on, we are saying, Lord, would you please bring more glory to yourself by taking care of your child? I'm here asking and recognizing you are the one who gives all good benefits to me. Uh, and so you're not setting aside, setting God aside in any sense and just praying uh, selfishly for your own things, but you're praying that God would be glorified. And there's three petitions there, uh, one right after another. Give me my daily bread. That's a recognition that my physical life comes from him and how he sustains me. That ought to be part of it. Remember, I told you that the Lord's Prayer is not to be prayed necessarily verbatim. It is there to remind us of essential elements of a prayer that God is pleased with and finds acceptable. And part of that process is my recognizing that my physical well-being, my physical existence in this world is absolutely dependent on the providing hand of Almighty God. So you put those into your own words when you go in your time of prayer to be able to say, Lord, I recognize all I have is from you, and I'm just still leaning on your hand and dependent on you. Secondly, that phrase follows quickly, forgive us our trespasses or our debts as we forgive those who are our debtors or who we trespass against. That's a reference also to your mental life. Forgive us our sins and our trespasses. We'll be talking about that sometime later on. Then lead us not into temptation. That's a reference to praying for my own spiritual life to say, Lord, help me to walk consistently with you and to serve you faithfully. So uh, I want to encourage you today to keep the perspective that even in this petition of praying for the Lord uh, for the Lord to provide all of my bread, all of my necessities of life, that that's a petition for God's glory as well. You're lifting Him up and magnifying His name, and so bread is just a broad term for all of man's physical needs. Uh, God's been so good to us, given us so much to be able to enjoy in this life. The kinds of foods that He gives to us. You know, I think of it, I heard a preacher say one time, you know, it could have been possible that God would say that our all we were to eat was mud. Breakfast, lunch, and supper. Mud, mud, mud. We could have been somebody that was designed to eat that. But instead, again, 1 Timothy 4.3, God has provided this world of food for us, and we express our gratitude to Him. We sanctify that food because, number one, God said it was good. Number two, because when you thank him for it, you sanctify it and set it apart. You know, that's one of the blessings of life that we have in the Lord's Prayer, that God has given us all those things. So all those rich foods that we enjoy, that you enjoy, give God thanks for that because uh, he has been pleased to give it to us. Uh, the rest of the world indulges in their food without gratitude, but God's people uh, ought to enjoy the things that God has given. First Timothy 4 verse 4 says, For every creature of God is good, and nothing to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving. Uh, so God has given us more than just the, 
the, the, the corn and grains and barley and spelt and, and wheat and things of this nature. He's also given us all of creation to enjoy. That's why I deer hunt. That's why I fish, because God has given us those to appreciate. We sanctify it by giving him thanks for it. Just think a moment what God has provided in way of food. Um, bread, of course, being more than just wheat and things. But Genesis forty three eleven, the Bible says he provides nuts and vegetables like cucumbers and leeks and melons and onions and garlic and beans and lentils and herbs and mint and dill and cumin and, and in Jeremiah 6, 20, even sweet cane, uh, sugar. Fruits are also part of God's plant food, such as grapes and, well, maybe not raisins. I don't like raisins. Uh, but anyway, okay, raisins. Uh, olives and figs and pomegranates and apples. And then what Jeremiah and Amos call summer fruit. And then there's animal foods like oxen and sheep and goats and pigs and lambs and calves and deer and all kinds of food. The list in Deuteronomy 14 and verse 5 is of seven animals that could be hunted for food. Even in Leviticus chapter 11, there are fish and, and four types of insects as well. You can have those, but they are edible according to Scripture. There was different kinds of fowls in the Bible. Like 1 Samuel 26, they ate partridge. Uh, in Exodus 16, they ate quail. Leviticus 12, they ate pigeons. And in Genesis 15, they had turtle doves. And in Matthew, you find chickens. And in Genesis 18, 8, there was also milk and curds, uh, meaning butter, cheese and eggs and honey. And the Lord provided this extensive provision uh, of um, things to flavor our food with. And so we thank God for those marvelous blessings that he has poured out. Well, let's close out by just being reminded you have nothing, you eat nothing, and you wear nothing that didn't come from this earth. And every element in this world uh, is the work of the creative hand of God. And it's probably the height of ingratitude to not recognize that and affirm that God is active daily in upholding his word. We do thank the Lord for his daily bread. Why don't you make sure that you take time to do so? Go out shoot a turkey, get ready for Thanksgiving, shoot a deer, get ready to eat some venison, and enjoy God's provision for your needs. Walk with Christ.